Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Live Well podcast. You might hear an echo. I am sorry. I am, well, by the time you're actually, no, when you're hearing this, I will be like two days away from going to Florida for the winter. Couch is gone, so there's not much furniture left. I have some pillows around me to try to help the sound, Um, but we're in a fairly empty condo unit. I'm baking some banana bread because I need to use up some pantry stuff, Um, but I'm really excited for that. So definitely, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, make sure you do because I'm going to be sharing everything about that. I'm actually going to be in Airbnb first before I'm into my more long-term place for three months. Um, And then I don't have a plan after that. We're going to see, but either way, really excited for that. But today, I'm really excited for this topic because this is all about what is your psychic gifts, how to activate and tap into them, kind of like signs that I feel... You know, most people don't realize our science. They're like, oh, yeah, I just thought that was normal. I thought everyone did that. No, like most of the time, that's not the case. And kind of like some tips to start to develop them and wake them up as well. And when you are hearing this, there is also, I know, some time left to join Soul Ascension. So there's probably about a week and a half left by the time you're hearing this. And this will be... um, I don't know the next time I'm going to be running Soul Ascension. Some people were asking me if they could join the next round. It might be a full year till I run it again, just because my calendar is so busy next year already um, with Well Nourished and some other like programs and everything. So I wouldn't wait if you want to join. This is definitely, if your intuition is pulling you and you are feeling the, the niggle or the nudge, it's because you're meant to be in the program, right? So with that being said, let's figure out what are your psychic gifts. Hello and welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 7D energy healer, and Akashic reader. I help women heal on a physical and emotional level so that they can feel delicious and magnetic. After all, isn't that the whole point? Look, you've done the basic bitch wellness stuff, but you're still bloated, tired, and in pain. And that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without all the fluffy bullshit. You're going to walk away with insight, tools, and tips to finally heal your body, mind, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. All right, so I want to start off by some signs that you are psychic. Then we're going to dive into the Claire gifts, some signs of which Claire you might have, and then how to start activating and using those. So number one, you have a like no bullshit meter. You are a human lie detector. You can automatically tell if someone is not telling the truth. It's like a sixth sense, like a deep knowing. You just you just know like you can tell someone's bluff. You can call them out. No matter how good they try to fool you, you kind of know the truth. And that's like a psychic you just know, right? That's a clear kind of knowing. Another sign is you've experienced deja vu. And I'm pretty sure everyone has experienced deja vu at some point or another, which should show you that we are all psychic. I don't think I said that in the intro, but I'll say it now. Everyone is psychic. Everybody has psychic gifts. They have different gifts or they're 
strength in each gift is different. Some people receive information in one way more than another way, but everyone is psychic. Everyone can, you know, tell the future, have gifts, activate them and use them, etc. When people think that I'm special, I'm just like, I'm really not special. I've just activated them. So can you, right? So deja vu is one of those things, whether you've met a person or a place and it feels like you've been there before, you've known them all your life, like it feels familiar. It's because your inner soul knowing has either been there before, this has either happened in a different timeline, and so you know it, or you've known that person before for perhaps many, many lifetimes. Another sign is that you see colors or light around people or objects. This is basically seeing auras, right? So sometimes you can see certain colors. Sometimes they're like light and airy. Sometimes they kind of appear like shadows, or you might be seeing energy. Um, The way I explain how I see energy, it's like, you know when the barbecues are really hot in the summertime? There's like these wavy barbecue lines. It kind of looks like that. Or another way I like to explain it, it's like marble. Like that marbly gray effect that would marble something that was white because it's really easy to see against white. As I look up at my ceiling right now and I, I see the energy, it looks like smoky marbleness. Um, so those are like the best way I can explain it, but it can also be seeing colors off of things or people, um, seeing colors glowing off of, yeah, colors. The next one is you've always felt different. This one I feel like comes up a lot, especially during my Akashic readings, which when you're listening to this, don't forget you only have until the end of October. So Halloween in order to book any Akashic readings or energy healings with me for this year. So if you want to get anything done energy wise for me in 2021 and you don't want to wait till 2022, make sure you book in. You don't have to book in for the end of October. You can book for November, December. You just have to book it in by the end of the month and then I'm closing it off um, for the rest of the year. So side note um, while I remembered, but you've always felt different, right? All your life, you've always felt you either don't belong, that something is off, a deeper longing, nothing ever felt like you don't feel like you fit in. That's because you're a not from this planet. So there's that part of your soul that is fighting against the more human part that you when you start to engage that more spiritual um, part of you, that one with the gifts, your soul home and everything else, you can feel a lot more at home, if that makes sense. And also connecting with other people who art like from here as well and having that more soul connection that's why I wanted a community aspect to soul ascension is because I know for me having soul friends that not only like into this stuff but we could talk about Pleiades you know I've had friends that I've known for through different lifetimes and that can give you a more sense of like home on earth while we're all here on this planet in this lifetime right the next sign is having strong gut feelings so that intuition experience because it's trying to keep you safe and serve as a warning from people or energies that you need to stay away from and it may not make sense it's like oh my gut's telling me not to do this but I have no logical 3d information as to maybe why I don't like this person or why I shouldn't do this thing and so that's basically a cue to you that your intuition is activated and it's one of the most common indications that you have psychic abilities right so you need to, A, trust your intuition rather than ignore it and start acknowledging those gut reactions, particularly when it comes to people, places, or situations. All right, next up, vivid dreams and visions. I'm going to touch on this again after, but this is one of like the signs that most people are like, oh, I thought everyone had such vivid dreams. No, I do. Like I'm, I feel you. If you're one of those people who have vivid dreams, the 
the dreams I had last night, like you do, every night, like you do not understand. I don't, I don't know where I go, <laughs> honestly. But vivid dreams, another sign of psychic abilities. Your visions appear very strong, intense. You might even feel like your vivid dreams then come true or something that then happens. Um, and they can happen whether you're alone, whether you're in a crowd. Um, you could even be visiting something that almost seems like it's in the past, like a historic place or a place that's not on Earth, probably because you're visiting that place while you're sleeping. And, you know, your vivid dreams are an indication of your special abilities. So they can either be like frequent or not that often, but it also depends on how open you are to your gifts. And they basically always leave you with a distinct impression, right? Because they even include maybe visitations from people who have passed or, you know, people in your life that maybe you've cords and hooks from that you need to detach from, etc. So vivid dreams, big sign. Can you take a sip of my water? Mm-hmm. All right, the next one. Feeling strong emotions. And this one was one of my key ones. I would say it's my biggest one ever since I was little. If you guys haven't heard my spiritual awakening journey, go back and listen to that episode. I don't know. It's one of the more beginning ones. I want to say it's like the first 10, I think. Just go all the way back because it's a good episode. You basically hear about my whole dark night of the soul and the, the shit I went through. So number one time, again, feeling strong emotions, uh, crying intensely because of an extreme feeling, but you're not really sure where it's coming from. You know, you feel whether it's the news strongly music strongly the news did I say the news strongly tv all those things very strongly um even feeling other people when they tell like a sad story or they tell you something or you know all of that anytime you're feeling if it just feels like very intense I remember I was always made fun of for like oh I feel so much and I used to always think it was a bad thing and then now I realized duh it's because you're clairsentient so if you are able to feel what others are feeling so strongly and then your energy is drained afterwards that's an indication you're an empath and you're not protecting your energy properly also because there's a difference between feeling things and taking them on so if you take them on you're also probably an empath not everyone who feels strong in emotions takes them on you want to make sure that you're not taking them on as your own which is something i had to learn because i was not only feeling but i had to take or i was taking on too until i learned to protect my energy um and while you can use this to obviously help others you also don't want to make sure you're taking on too much where it's disrupting your energy and this was something i learned in like my early clinic days it was part of the reason why I never went, like, after my psychology degree, I did not want to, you know, hear about the worst of the worst. Not that I don't work with trauma now, like I do, but I've gotten a lot better at managing. And I knew back then, well, maybe if I had learned how to manage my empath in this then, I could have gone and done that. But you know what? We're here. Um, but either way, you're going to need to learn how to not take on other men's emotions, but you can feel them. So let's say, like, I can feel Sally's sad, but I'm not taking her sadness into my body and then crying and feeling low and not being able to, like, go about my day. Does that make sense? Um, and it's definitely something that with practice can come to you. But the best way to go about this is to learn more about your feelings and how the feelings of others affect you and vice versa to be able to handle this, right? Um and even still, like, I don't even like going into large crowds because it just can be too much to transmute and protect yourself from, right? It's just, like, unnecessary almost. But feeling strong emotions, big, big, big sign that you're psychic. 
All right, you're suffering from a chronic illness that doctors cannot cure or can't explain. This one is huge. If it's like all results are normal, you've been suffering with this, they can't explain it, nothing's ever helped, right? This is almost called, actually indigenous culturists call this shaman sickness. Basically when they, your body gets sick because you're not stepping into your gifts and abilities. So when you're not recognizing yourself and your power and you're not, admitting your gifts your body feels a disease because it's at dis-ease with itself which is so funny because the last like part of my healing journey for my physical body was a like doing the emotional work but like my spirituality with doing the emotional work and like releasing that trauma but also stepping into my gifts has played a part in giving me the best health that I've ever had for sure because it also I'm able to manage my energy better I'm able to see like where the healing needs to take place and it doesn't like sit in my body as often so when you find you're suffering from a chronic illness I would look into activating your psychic abilities and like tuning into your abilities so that you feel in more alignment and then your physical body will stop fighting with your soul all right and the next sign I want to mention before we dive into the clairs are synchronicity is like all around you. Maybe you see angel numbers like 888-777-111-444. It's so funny when people start working with me. This has happened to two people recently, two of my recent clients. They're like, oh my God, ever since I started working with you, I see angel numbers everywhere. 444-1111-888. I'm like, yeah, because you're working with me. Like you're just in the the spiritual energy, right? But it's just so funny. Um, But that's like a sign of synchronicity. You know, any other signs from the universe is basically the universe trying to like get your attention and it's going to grab you and like shake you until you're listening. So the good news is that your intuition doesn't abandon you, really. Like it's basically wanting you to listen up and it's trying to get your attention by sending you all these synchronicities, angel numbers, etc. And that's a sign. So whether like you want to call it a gut reaction, instinct, foresight, intuition, knowingness, Everyone has like the gift of psychic abilities, right? So we're going to, I'm going to dive into the five clair senses, what they are, how to identify them and how to develop your strongest clair sense in order to basically open up the door to a powerful guidance that's going to help you create a more meaningful and a more magical life. So I wanted to remind you guys that Soul Ascension is now open until the end of October. I'm so excited for this program. It's truly my sole mission to serve this to you. I've channeled this whole program. I'm going to be guiding you through using your gifts to not only be able to read the Akashic Records for yourself, but to elevate you through all things spiritual. This is going to raise you to that higher frequency and guide you to not only read your own records, but receive guidance from everything in life, from past lives, relationships, career, purpose. And if you want to read for other people, there is a special option for that as well. We're also going to activate your psychic gifts, discover your full potential, and learn how to supercharge your manifestation skills so that it becomes easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's going to activate your heart, you know, really allow you to transcend to those higher levels of consciousness and basically open the portal to receiving from your soul and the seventh dimension. And you're going to learn how to access the quantum field of limitless potential and abundance, which is where all the magic I have channeled in my life has come from. So it is time to come home. Check out the description box for more and for all the details. If you have any questions about it, definitely send me a DM. 
And with that, let's get back to the episode. Early on when I was developing like my I don't know, psychic abilities, gifts, whatever you want to call it, there was, I mean, we feel like a hot minute, to be honest. I just thought it was so cool that it only for a hot minute. I was like, oh my God, there was self-doubt. Like, how, is this true? Is the information I'm getting right? Like, is that possible? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, there's no other explanation for it. So I had to trust myself, right? So that is like number one is that you have to remove the self-doubt. But in order to remove the self-doubt, you have to have not, you have to not have trauma in your body that gives you self-doubt, that makes you feel not confident in yourself, right? So when you clear like, oh, I'm not confident because, I don't know, teacher in grade three said I was dumb. I don't know, whatever, making this up. That, if that's still in your body, then you're not gonna be able to trust your gifts because your gifts are definitely something that's a little bit more out there, right? You can't, yes, I can see energy or I can see things, but like, it's a little bit harder to validate, right? So number one is you need to not have doubt whether it's whatever your clear sense is, you have to own it, right? And also know that if you need like validation or proof or to check, all you have to do is like ask for specific signs and then you will get a specific answer, right? So everyone can technically do all the clairs, but some people will have stronger abilities in one over the other so they basically correspond with the five senses of seeing hearing feeling smelling and tasting so you might be seeing lots of like images or colors or like things for a movie you might feel things in your body like emotions you might hear in your ear like voices etc and you can also have combos of them right but to help you develop, like determine which is your dominant Claire, I'm going to start by explaining like what they are and how they kind of like look in your life. So let's start with clairvoyance, which means clear seeing. And this is when visions, past, present, even be future, can flash through your mind or your third eye, almost like a daydream or almost like a movie, right? And many of us are highly visual. I'm like this too, which is, makes me really wish, I always say this in all my Akashic readings, I wish I could draw because I can see, but I cannot draw. So I wish I could always draw the things that I'm seeing, right? Because it would be so cool. So um, visual people tend to be, whether it's photographers, artists, builders, decorators, designers, and so forth, which maybe explains why I can make my food so aesthetic, you know? Um, but if you find you're this, then maybe like you translating your something into something people see can mean that you are clairvoyant. So it arrives like an image or a scene, can even be a metaphor to like represent something. Um, You know, for example, if someone's feeling overwhelmed, I might see them as like drowning or carrying something like heavy on their back or something like that. Um, But I can also see like specific past lives and like what they were wearing or what things like look like in the mud hut or whatever it is, right? Um, So just be on the lookout to see how vivid like the vivid dreams is also a sign of clairvoyance by the way how whether you see things a lot whether you get flashes of like premonitions or whether you go to the future and you can see things playing out like a movie these are all signs that you're clairvoyant so be be on the lookout for images that pop into your mind um and know that like you can also always grow all of these things so to develop it you really want to encourage like pay attention to the vivid dreams pay attention to the scenes that flash in front of your eyes pay attention to whether like you have deja vu and like I've seen this place before or I've been here before but like 
you know you haven't been here in this lifetime like pay attention to that that's a great way to kind of develop your clairvoyance um looking at people and like kind of zoning out and trying to see their aura that's a good way to develop your clairvoyance all of that so next one is clairaudience which means clear hearing and this is when we hear words sounds music um you know, now that I, think, I just made this realization like two seconds ago, I used to play music so often in my head as a kid and I could hear it or I could like watch movies in my head. I was walking home from school and I would zone out. Oh my God, that was my clairvoyance and clairaudience like coming to light. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, <laughs> um, so you might hear a sound. Um, there's times where I've been sleeping and it's been semi-scary to wake me up, but all of a sudden I heard like, a dark like not dark as an evil but like a deep voice be like olivia or like they say a message and it like woke me up and i was like what the hell (laughs) what is that um so you might hear like sounds you might hear ringing in the ears is a big early sign of claire audience so whenever i tell people in their crush obedience like you're claire audience they're like oh really i'm like do you ever get ringing in your ears they're like yeah but i thought everyone gets that and i was like nope you're claire audience so They also tend to be people who are really like drawn to music, whether it's even like public speakers or singers, musicians, or really just resonate with music on like a deep level. Like you feel music speaks to your soul. Um, Really interested in that, Um, using that almost for like therapeutics, whether it's like you listen to sad music to help you or happy music, et cetera. Like you're very drawn to music. And clarity messages can also sound like someone's like talking in your mind. And the voice is never going to be like harsh or or tormenting unless you're not protecting your energy and then you have some weird entities like attached to you, whatever. But they normally sound like straightforward, like wait until like, you know, Tuesday or ask for this or I don't know, take this route to work or eat bananas for breakfast. I don't know. Kind of like Yoda from Star Wars, right? Short to the point. Um... Like when I'm doing a reading, sometimes I'll be like, okay, what age did I'll ask it like in my head, what age did, you know, Sally learn that she wasn't worthy? And I'll hear like seven years old. And then I'll hear like where? And maybe I'll hear like ballet or something like that, you know? Um, and that's kind of like how clairaudience will come through. So in order to develop it, you need to, the more that you can use your hearing, the more you can use it to like, Pay attention to the sounds that you're going on around you. Like ask a question and then listen, the more you're going to develop that clear audience, right? So it's about turning the volume up, like declaring you're going to turn the volume up so that you can open up that sense. All right. The next one is clear sentience. Oh, sorry, clear sentience, which means clear feeling. And so this one is another, this is a big one where people can feel like emotions, strong gut feeling, whether it's positive or negative. Um, You know, you get chills when you, this is also when if you're not protecting your energy or you're an empath that doesn't know what to do, you might be taking on emotions. But this is when you feel like you can feel the feelings of others. Lots of people like this are natural, like caregivers, healers, doctors, therapists, counselors, nannies, teachers. Um, Clairsentience is probably like a gift of yours just because you can use that feeling. But mind you, I know people who are in marketing who are clairsentient. They kind of like use the feeling of the their intuition to guide like which marketing campaign they should use, right? So 
you can get like feelings for their energy even when people are like oh hey i'm fine like i'm good yeah and you're like feeling something deeper beneath like no like feels like something's off even though like they're presenting something on the outside that's a sign that you're clairsentient um all of those things will be you'll get the feeling in your test like feeling if something's off feeling or like oh when you feel like something's happened to someone you know all of those things so in order to develop this writing how many feelings you get and like in a journal and like matching them up over time to see and recognize will help you pick up on more of them, right? So, because not oftentimes, and this was a big thing for me, let's say I felt like Sally, I felt like Sally was sad. And then she's like acting happy on the outside and you're like, oh, I feel sadness. And then you ask her, she's like, no, no, I'm fine. And you're like, mm. you might be like, oh, I must be wrong because she's saying she's fine and she's happy on the outside. You need to trust your feeling and be like, no, she's just like, putting up a wall or doesn't want to get into it right now. Um, and people who are friends with me know, like, if I know you and I know you need to be, you need to talk about it, I'll be like, no, you're not. Let's stop playing this game and just just tell me, like, no. <laughs> but this is another exercise in, like, trusting your feeling that something is off, but you also maybe know when to push and not to push in order to like validate that you are feeling the right thing from someone right so even just keeping like a list and then you know maybe sally comes back next week she's like you know what last week i was feeling xyz i didn't want to talk about it and then that'll show you that you are right um for example so that's like a really good way or really like a little thing to do all right claire aliens i always say this one wrong alien alien yeah clear smelling okay um, this is being able to smell things that don't have necessarily a, a physical kind of source. Right. And so this can include when this has happened to me when like I'm meditating, all of a sudden I'll smell like lilies or roses and like, I don't have those flowers in the house or they're not like, you know, anywhere in well, actually, no, I even have lilies in the house, but maybe I'll have roses, but they're in a different room. Um, and you'll be smelling something or smell like a perfume of someone who's passed and that can like signify that, you know, that they're around you. Basically. Smelling things that are almost are not there are almost always a sign or they might connect you to a past memory or something that Nick really wants to come up, right? So in order to like develop this sense, this is mainly about the more you open up your general senses and your psychic gifts, you'll smell more. Smelling is like one of the more smaller known ones. I would say feeling seeing hearing and then claircognizance which i'll do next um are like the main ones and then like the smelling and the tasting i also have to do that one still are kind of like the the lesser ones because like you can psychically smell but like smell you know it's not as different as like when you psychically see a vision and then something happens right so that's kind of like just a sign that you might have that ability let's go on to claircognizance which means clear knowing and this is when you have like knowledge of people or events that you would not normally have knowledge about. And so it's almost like a forewarning, a premonition. And honestly, this one requires a lot of like faith in yourself and like lack of not having doubt in your abilities because there is no practical explanation of why you would suddenly know something. Um, and you're lots of like doctors, scientists, um, healers, even like business leaders tend to be highly intuitive and kind of just know things with a sense of certainty. And so if this is you, claircognizance is definitely one of your dominant senses and the more you can lean into trusting it the 
it's like about strengthening the mineral network. So the more you can own your knowing, um, the better and the more you're going to be able to, to kind of like develop it and open it up, right? And obviously the more that you're meditating, the more you're going to be a clear channel for things. Um, you know, another sign could be like, oh, I think of Sally and then Sally texts me, you know, something like that. Or uh, knowing like there's people that I've known are pregnant and I'm just like, so-and-so is pregnant. Like, I just feel it. And then they come out like, oh, I'm pregnant. And like, yeah. <laughs> um, or, I mean, it can be for good and bad things. I want to focus on like good things, but obviously um, you can also have a premonition of bad things almost like to stop them or to put them into place um so that's you and then you know right and then the last one is clear gustance which means clear tasting and that's the ability to taste something that isn't actually there and this one might become out of the blue basically when normally when a someone deceased so actually if you're clear tasting you might actually also be a medium as well um and they're basically attempting to communicate like a memory or an association similar to the clear smelling one where that smell or that food, that beverage might remind you of them. Um, and if you have this gift, then, you know, you might also have them. You'll know that like, oh, grandma Jean is here. I, I don't know. Um, and then you'll maybe like, I don't know, taste chocolate chip cookies. If she made chocolate chip cookies, you guys know what I mean, right? Um, and these people also tend to be really like natural chefs, bakers into food, obviously, um, which would make sense because like their, their taste buds are already kind of like heightened um, or like naturally good in the kitchen um, and everything like that. So one thing else I want to say about claircognizance is like think about it like your brain getting an immediate download, right? Just like when you get a new download into like your iOS software, it's basically going to be like that. So one exercise you want to do, because I realized I forgot to mention this, um, the Claire Clock, and since it's the next time you're trying to figure something out and your logical brain is stumped, ask your intuition what to do. Because your intuition is always like listening and it's going to have some answers for you, right? And so using any slash all of these gifts are going to be a game changer for you because you're basically, by not using them, you're the way, yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's a Monday, guys. It's, it's raining out. We, Probably should have some matcha to focus. Think about it like you're not using the gifts that you can in order to get you where you want to go because the current version of you may not know how do I, okay, let's say you want to get a promotion. The current version of you may not know how to get a promotion, right? But the higher version of you maybe intuitively says like, I don't know, go to planta for dinner and maybe you you're like well that makes sense like but you go and then you meet someone in the industry who i don't know like offers you a job and you contemplate taking it then you tell your boss that you got offered this job and so your then boss then gives you a raise or offers you promotions you stay at the company or whatever you know what i mean but it's like trusting your intuition like using your gifts of like whether you should do this or present this or whatever it is take this path i don't know walk this direction leave it this time like whatever it is the more you can tap into your psychic gifts it's like you're tapping into the future of what you want and bringing that into the now so like this tapping into your gifts will change your relationships because it also will tell you whether, you know, that person's right for you, what you should do, et cetera. It will help you in your work because even no matter what you do for work, whether you're someone like me and like I use my gifts to see what's like wrong with people health wise, whether you're using it on like the marketing campaign of like whatever it is to be successful, whether you're doing it, you know what I mean? Like you can use any of these gifts for any kind of modality of what you do. 
And then, you know, even personal wise for like manifesting or getting the house or the car or the friendships or whatever it is that you want, you can use your gifts to bring that. And by not using them, you're kind of like, I would say tying two hands behind your back. I'm not even say tying one hand behind your back. I'm gonna say like tying two hands behind your back when like you're trying to swim. It just doesn't make sense. Like why not use everything at your disposal instead of like making it more difficult for yourself, if that makes sense. So if you feel called to develop your psychic abilities to read the Akashic Records, because those are super powerful in terms of transforming your life, definitely join Soul Ascension. It is open until November 7th. Um, and like I said, I don't know when the next round is going to be. So if you have any questions, definitely let me know, because I don't want you to miss out and then have to wait like possibly a year in order to do it again. So let me know. Um, I will leave the link down in the description box too. I cannot wait. Ugh. I honestly like the first activation call where I tune you guys to the seventh dimension is going to be magical because think about it. Like I'm going to wake up that DNA in you. That's already there. I'm going to activate you and everything else is just going to start flooding in. And I remember when I started using my gifts and my abilities, I want you guys to know you might look at me right now and see like, Oh, it's easy for Liv to say she's got this, she's got this, etc. But when I started with this, I was like getting out of a very long, like a, a long-term relationship. I was did not know how I was going to make rent the next month. I didn't know how I was going to support myself, you know, because I was in a long-term relationship beforehand coming out of school and using my gifts and abilities have allowed me to not only transform my business, my relationships, friendships, etc. because I'm able to see what I should do or, you know, like channel this course or channel goddess or channel well-nourished or, you know, help my, my clients on another level when they can't see what's wrong or other doctors can't see what's wrong because nothing makes like logical, physical sense, right? So I really want you to know that just because you see my after, go listen to my spiritual awakening story and you'll see how... I am just like you or maybe even like had more of a chaotic life at one point than you. Who knows? And that this is going to allow you to feel so much love, comfort, abundance. And I want to share this with you. I want to share this sacred, you know, I had tears in my eyes when they were channeling this through me because it's so magic and so sacred that like I want to share this with you, but this is like the closest thing to my heart and to my soul because it is so incredibly magical. So, you know, if you're supposed to be in this intimate container, I'll leave it down below. Any questions, let me know. And I will see you guys in the next episode.